Bonjour, or bonsoir, and welcome to Shades, the podcast that takes you on a journey through the vibrant world of literature. I'm Sophia, a French girl hailing from the romantic city of Paris, now embracing the breathtaking landscapes of Galway in Ireland. My heart beats for books, and I have embarked on this podcasting adventure to spread the joy of reading far and wide. In this episode, we are going to dive into the obscure sides of our literary crypt, where words weave webs of mystery and darkness. We are going to explore this moonlit journey into the heart of Gothic literature, that eerie labyrinth of the macabre and the sublime. And today, we are talking about a certain type of Gothic, French Gothic. In the ink-stained pages of Gothic tales, we traverse landscapes cloaked in perpetual twilight, where ancient castles stand like silent sentinels, their crumbling facades whispering secrets. The air is thick with the scent of decay, surrounded by melancholy, and the echo of footsteps reverberates through haunted corridors. Each step awakening specters of the past. If you listen to the past episodes, you know my love for Gothic literature, that spectral world of gloom and fascination invites us to dance with the supernatural, to flirt with the forbidden, and to confront the shadows that lurk within the depths of our collective imagination. And as we turn the pages of these spectral manuscripts, we encounter tortured souls, spectral apparitions, and malevolent forces that defy the boundaries of the known. In the Gothic, every creaking floorboard, every flickering candle, tells a tale of suspense and impending doom. It is a genre that transcends time, reaching across the centuries to cast its long gnarled fingers into the very fabric of our fears. To unfurl the parchment of French Gothic literature, we need to explore its manifold facets, to uncover the phantasmagoric beauty and terrifying elegance that lurk within the pages of these timeless tales. May the echoes of Gothic tales send shivers down your spine. As January unfolds, casting a hushed veil of winter over the landscape, the allure of Gothic literature finds a fitting resonance with the season's atmospheric embrace. The long nights, skeletal branches, and frost-kissed landscapes provide an evocative backdrop amplifying the eerie and mysterious ambience inherent in Gothic stories. And I think that, in the quiet solitude of winter, when nature appears dormant, Gothic books come alive, their narratives echoing the stark beauty of the season. The chilling winds outside become companions to the suspenseful twists and turns within the pages. And as the world outside is enveloped in a muted palette of whites and greys, the vivid imagery painted by Gothic authors stands in stark contrast 
vividly coloring the imagination with tales of haunted castles, ghostly apparitions, and unexplored realms of the supernatural. The themes often explored in Gothic literature, isolation, existential contemplation, and the interplay between darkness and light, resonate with the introspective spirit of winter, and the silence that descends with snowfall amplifies the echoes of uncanny tales, putting the reader's senses to the mysterious and the unknown. In the dance between light and shadow, life and death, fear and fascination, Gothic literature speaks to the soul with a language that goes beyond words. It is a symphony of the weird, of the bizarre, a lyrical exploration of the human condition that leaves an indelible mark on the reader. A mark that echoes in the chambers of the soul long after the final pages have been turned. Let's talk about love. In the haunting realms of Gothic literature, it is not a mere dalliance. It is an intoxicating elixir that permeates the narrative, untwinning itself with the shadows and the supernatural. This profound connection between love and the Gothic is a symphony that plays upon the heartstrings, exploring the depth of passion, obsession, and the profound mysteries that bind two souls in another worldly dance. At the heart of Gothic romance lies a world of emotions where love is both a luminous feeling and a shadowy abyss. The archetypal Gothic hero, with his strange personality and tortured past, becomes a magnetic force that draws the reader into a narrative where love is tinged with both ecstasy and doom. The heroine, often a delicate flower in the tempest of darkness, finds herself ensnared in a web of desire that transcends the boundaries of the ordinary. The setting itself becomes a metaphor for the complexities of love. An ancient mansion, a moonlit cemetery, or a mist-shrouded moor, all serve as backdrops to the unfolding drama of passion. The juxtaposition of the supernatural and the romantic creates an atmosphere where love takes on an otherworldly, almost ethereal quality. In Gothic romance, love is often untangled with the supernatural, as seen in the forbidden love between mortals and vampires, or the spectral romance between the living and the dead. This union of the earthly and the otherworldly serves as a metaphor for the ineffable nature of love itself, an emotion that defies reason and, at times, the very boundaries of life and death. But the Gothic narrative often explores the darker facets of love, obsession, possession, and the thin line between adoration and destruction. The intensity of these emotions adds a layer of complexity to the romantic entanglements, transforming them into intricate worlds woven with threads of passion and peril. 
As readers traverse the haunted corridors of gothic love and romance, they are not merely witnesses to love stories, they become participants in a visceral exploration of the human heart. The genre's ability to evoke a sense of longing, of unfulfilled desires, mirrors the tumultuous nature of love itself. If we follow those corridors of Gothic literature, there is also an intimate, almost symbiotic relationship with the inexorable spectre that is death. This macabre dance with mortality, woven intricately into the narrative fabric, transforms death from a mere inevitability into a profound thematic force an ever-present shadow that shapes the very essence of the Gothic story. Death in Gothic literature is not a mere event but a transformative experience, both psychologically and spiritually. Characters grapple with the existential dread, the fear of the unknown and the haunting echoes of their own mortality. It is a contemplation of the transient nature of life, where each fleeting moment carries the weight of eternity. Now, the Gothic genre's predilection for decay, for the crumbling edifices and dilapidated landscapes, serves as a visual metaphor for the inexorable march of time toward the ultimate end. Within this decay lies a certain beauty, a poignant reminder that even in death, there exists a melancholic elegance, an aesthetic that transcends the boundaries of the corporeal. And love, too, is entwined with death in the Gothic narrative, a forbidden romance that often defies the very laws of life and death. The impassioned vow to love beyond the grave or the tragic union that transcends mortal existence amplifies the genre's exploration of the profound and complex interplay between love and death. Readers are invited to confront their own mortality, to peer into the abyss and ponder the mysteries that await beyond the veil. It is an unsettling, yet strangely cathartic experience and a reminder that, like the characters within these tales, we are all but ephemeral wanderers in the vast and mysterious landscape of existence. Now, something quite important in Gothic literature, it's the forbidden allure, the enigmatic magnetism that draws readers into a realm where the ordinary becomes extraordinary. Gothic literature, at its essence, thrives on the forbidden. The forbidden love, the forbidden knowledge, and the forbidden perception and perspective that lie just beyond the boundaries of the known. It invites readers to explore the shadowy recesses where morality blurs and societal norms unravel, unraveling the fabric of the familiar to reveal the tantalizing mysteries that lie beneath. The forbidden love that often takes center stage in gothic tales is not merely a narrative device, 
It is a thematic exploration of the boundaries that society imposes on human desire, whether it be the romance between mortal and immortal, or the clandestine affair between characters from different worlds. The Gothic reveals in the tension created by forbidden unions. It is in the forbidden that the narrative finds that forbidden aspect brings us to the mystery. And in the Gothic ambiance, it is not merely a lack of clarity. It is a deliberate shroud that cloaks the narrative in an air of suspense and anticipation. From the enigmatic landscapes cloaked in perpetual twilight to the obscured motives of its characters, Gothic literature thrives on the deliberate withholding on information. Again, it is a narrative dance where revelations are carefully timed, secrets are guarded like precious treasures, and the unknown becomes a source of both fear and fascination. And all those spooky locations, they are not just backdrops. They are characters in their own right, concealing secrets in hidden chambers and echoing with the whispers of the past. The architectural decay, the creaking floorboards, as we said earlier, the corridors, the spooky corridors become metaphors for the mysteries within the human soul, and it invites the reader to explore the external and internal landscapes. One of the foundational philosophical underpinnings of Gothic literature is existentialism. The exploration of individual existence and the angst that arises from confronting the inherent meaningless of life. Characters in Gothic tales often find themselves adrift in a world that seems indifferent or even hostile, struggling to find purpose in the face of mortality and the unknown. The haunted landscapes become existential landscapes, mirroring the characters' internal turmoil as they navigate the murky waters of their own existence. And in addition to existential themes, Gothic literature delves into the realm of the sublime, a philosophical concept that encompasses the awe-inspiring, the overwhelming and the terrifying. The sublime in the Gothic is not just an aesthetic choice. It is a deliberate invocation of the numinous, challenging readers to confront the vastness and the ineffable nature of the human experience. There is a duality inherent in human nature that Gothic explores very well. The interplay between light and shadow, good and evil, reason and irrationality. Characters confronted with their own inner demons, mirroring the philosophical notion that within every individual lies the potential for both virtue and vice. The externalized Horrors, whether supernatural or psychological, serve as allegories for the internal struggles of the human psyche. Finally, let's dive into French Gothic literature. Because it possesses a unique flair for poetic elegance and décadence, 
Influenced by the Romantic movement, French authors like Théophile Gautier and Charles Baudelaire infused their works with a lush and ornate language, creating atmospheres of both beauty and horror. Now let's talk a bit about French, French obscurity. In the world of urban landscapes, Paris emerges as a city draped in the ephemeral veil of Gothic elegance, its streets echoing with the whispers of phantoms and its monuments standing as silent sentinels to centuries of mystery. While the Gothic tradition often conjures images of misty English landscapes or imposing Transylvanian castles, Paris, with its boulevard and grandeur, holds an unmistakable allure for Gothic literature that is as captivating as it is haunting. At the heart of Parisian Gothic allure stands the majestic Notre-Dame Cathedral. This architectural masterpiece, with its soaring spires and intricate gargoyles, embodies the very essence of Gothic aesthetics. Victor Hugo's The Hunchback of Notre Dame bestowed upon the cathedral a literary immortality, weaving a tale of love, tragedy and societal darkness within the shadow of its imposing structure. The echoes of Quasimodo's bell reverberate through the city's literary legacy, forever casting Notre Dame as a symbol of Parisian Gothic grandeur. Paris, with its cobblestone streets and narrow alleyways, provides the perfect backdrop for Gothic tales to unfold. The City of Light conceals within its shadows stories of mystery and intrigue, where characters navigate dimly lit passages haunted by the ghosts of the past. From Gaston Leroux, the Phantom of the Opera, to contemporary works, Parisian streets become conduits for narratives that blur the boundaries between reality and the supernatural. The decadence and the macabre find a fitting home in the veins of Paris. From the opulent salon of the Belle Époque to the shadowy corners of Montmartre, Gothic literature has found inspiration in the city's dual nature, a place of artistic enlightenment and hedonistic indulgence. Théophile Gautier's decadent prose and Charles Baudelaire's poetry with its exploration of the sinister and the sublime, capture the dark undercurrents that pulse beneath Parisian society. Beneath the polished veneer of Paris lies a vast network of catacombs, a macabre labyrinth that serves as a testament to the city's intimate dance with death. As Gothic literature often grapples with mortality and the spectral, the catacombs become a metaphorical gateway to the collective uncushions of the city. Tales of forbidden secrets and lurking horrors are entwined with the bones that rest beneath the streets, adding an eerie layer to Paris' gothic allure. And now, one of my favorite places in the world, the place I go to recharge my soul every time I'm in Paris, 
the place I used to go when I felt sad or when I wanted to read and be in peace when I was a teenager is the Père Lachaise Cemetery. Nestled in the heart of Paris, it exudes a gothic allure with its labyrinthine path, moss-covered mausoleums and weathered tombstones, as sunlight filters through ancient trees casting intricate shadows on worn sculptures, the cemetery becomes a spectral haven where the whispers of the departed and the ornate memorials create an ethereal atmosphere that resonates with the melancholic beauty, making it an unmistakably gothic sanctuary within the city of the light. The museums and galleries of Paris with their enigmatic artworks and ancient artifacts, invite contemplation of the mysterious and the unknown in the tradition of Gothic literature, these cultural institutions become settings for encounters with the supernatural, where paintings come to life and statues whisper forgotten tales. French Gothic often delves into the realm of psychological horror unraveling the complexities of the human mind. Authors such as Guy de Maupassant and Jean Laurent navigate the psychological landscapes of their characters, adding layers of intricacy to the narratives. This psychological focus contrasts with the more overt supernatural elements found in some English and American Gothic works. There is something subtle in French Gothic literature. The horror emerges from the nuances of mood and setting, creating an unsettling ambiance rather than relying solely on explicit shocks. This nuanced approach aligns with the French emphasis on suggestion and the exploration of psychological unease. French Gothic literature emerged in the 18th century and is characterized by dark, mysterious themes, supernatural elements, of course, and a focus on the macabre and the human mind. They often explore themes of madness, death, of course, and the grotesque, contributing to the broader Gothic literary tradition. Here are a few classics of French Gothic literature that I think you might like. I mentioned it earlier, it's Victor Hugo's The Hunchback of Notre Dame, published in 1831. This classic novel is set against the backdrop of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris and showcasing Gothic architecture and serving as a metaphorical and literal focal point. Hugo intricately weaves themes of love, obsession and societal injustice. The character of Quasimodo, the deformed bell ringer, embodies the grotesque and tragic elements typical of Gothic literature in France. Now, one of my favorites, it's Charles Baudelaire's Les Fleurs du Mal, published in 1857. Baudelaire's poetry collection is a masterpiece that explores the complexities of human experience including themes of decadence, sin, and the dark beauty found in life's shadows. The poem The Vampire exemplifies the Gothic fascination with the supernatural, 
portraying a seductive and mysterious figure that encapsulates the eerie allure often present in French Gothic literature. We also have Guy de Maupassant's short stories published in the late 19th century. Maupassant's tales such as Le Orla, The Orla, delve into psychological horror and the blurred lines between reality and complete madness. The author's use of unreliable narrators and exploration of psychological terror adds a layer of complexity to his stories, contributing to the evolving nature of French Gothic literature. And we also have Théophile Gautier's La Morte Amoureuse, published in 1836. La Morte Amoureuse means the dead woman in love. Gautier's short story is a prime example of Gothic romanticism, featuring a vampire narrative intertwined with themes of love and death. The story's lush and atmospheric descriptions are perfect if you want to dive into that French Gothic literature richness. There is also a book I read when I was a teenager and I completely fell for it. It was just a pure masterpiece. It's Thérèse, Thérèse in, in French, Thérèse Raquin by Émile Zola, published in 1867. Zola's novel combines naturalism and some gothic elements, portraying a tale of murder, guilt and psychological torment. You can really feel the torment atmosphere in this book and it's brilliantly done. The story unfolds with dark intensity, revealing the consequences of repressed desires. We also have The Phantom of the Opera by Gaston Leroux, published in 1910. Leroux's iconic work explores love, obsession, and the mysterious masked figure haunting the Paris Opera House. It's a classic Gothic tale that has inspired numerous adaptations in various art forms, but I would recommend you to read the book before watching anything. And to also recommend some contemporary French Gothic books, I will recommend The Elegance of the Hedgehog by Muriel Barbery, published in 2006. While it is not a traditional Gothic novel, Barbary's work incorporates Gothic themes within a modern setting. The story unfolds in a Parisian apartment building, revealing hidden lives and strong existential musings. And lastly, I would recommend The Other Side of the Mountain by Michel Bernat. This novel merges historical fiction with Gothic elements again, set against the backdrop of World War II. It weaves a tale of supernatural occurrences and the impact of war on the human psyche. These recommendations offer a blend of classic and contemporary French Gothic literature, providing a diverse range of themes and narrative styles. Whether you're drawn to the atmospheric classics or the modern reinterpretations, each selection promises a journey into the mysterious and the macabre. I hope you enjoyed discovering more about Gothic, my favorite genre, but especially French Gothic. If you have any recommendation, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shades Le Podcast on Twitter and Shades The Podcast on Instagram.
I will see you very soon for another episode on the beautiful world of literature. À bientôt et merci.